Hi, my name's Callum. John and me is... Bill I am Brendan. And Kaylin. Also with us today is the Buffalo team. Hello, my man, Nicola. Hello, I am Adam. Today, we are special guests with us. If you like to introduce yourself. Hi, uh, my name is Matthew Melling and... Um, I'm also better known as the Wigan Runner, and thank you for inviting me in today. What type of running do you do? Yeah, so I run five kilometres every day, and I try to run in as many different places as I can each day, and I've been lucky to run in not just Wigan, different towns and cities in the UK, and also in cities and countries around the world. How long have you been running for? So I've run five kilometres now for 1,117 days um, in 22 different countries. And this is day 1,118, but I don't like seeing the number yet because I've not run yet today. So it's 1,117. Yeah, tonight it takes to 5k. Yeah, I'm a bit superstitious with certain things. I don't like to say things before I've done it because I don't want to tempt fate. Um, but yeah, 1,117 days so far. It's only when I say it out loud like that that I really think about it. Cause really it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone's ticked an, an extra one on there or something, but... What were you doing before you stopped running? I worked as an odds compiler and a lot of people don't know what that is. So a lot of bookmakers, betting companies, um, the prices that they give to customers, they don't do those themselves. They uh, basically outsource it through odds compilers. You work out the probability of an outcome before it happens in theory. Uh, so I did that in tennis and I worked seven nights on, seven nights off. Probably explains a little bit why I like running at night so much. And um, I, I, I did that job at the start of the streak. It was the 1st of January, 2017. I was in Norway and I decided that I wanted to run five kilometers every day for 31 days in a row. That was my challenge, a bit like we all have at the, the start of a new year. And, um, and then I slowly but surely uh, felt this becoming my priority every day because someone who I worked with at the time, he bet me 20 pounds that I couldn't get to 50 days. So after I got to 31, that became my new aim. And then during that time, we started helping with helping the homeless in Wigan and they needed to raise that money for a van and they asked me if I would carry on running to raise that money for the van so I said yes and that was an easy decision and then that gave me inspiration and direction why I should still be running every day and I promised everybody that I wouldn't stop running until we'd raised that money. So during this time I slowly felt myself becoming more of a you know, fundraiser or I just felt my, my priorities changing during this time um, day 80 was a big moment because wearing, I was wearing this very coat and I was, it was one night before going to work and someone threw an egg at my back while I was running. Um, it really hurt, I was really angry, but at the time um, I put the post on and I took a picture of my back with the egg on and I went to work and then it went viral and then the BBC contacted me and asked me what had happened, why I was running 
and um, suddenly this really bad thing because this was the first top that Nike had sent me so I didn't know if it was going to be the last one and um, and suddenly everything changed I thought you know what this isn't that bad that someone threw an egg at me last night and then they asked me um, what I called myself because at the time I was just putting a photograph every day on my own profile uh, on Facebook Matthew Melling and they asked me, the BBC said, so what do you call yourself? What's your name? I said, well, Matthew Melling. And they said, have you not got something else that you call yourself? And I said, well, I'm from Wigan and I'm a runner, the Wigan runner. And, and that was it. So I made a page that night and, and then that was where things took off as the Wigan runner. And now people call me that more than my own name. <laughs> what time do you get up to? Run in the morning. That's a good question. So I'm a little bit weird compared to the average person. I don't like running in the morning. I usually run at night um, when it's dark. So I have to have the lights on. Uh, you know, like when I did the assembly uh, in uh, November, uh, the light that I showed everybody so then the cars can see me and other people as well. Um, I only usually run in the morning when it's a park run, which is on a Saturday, and that's at 9am. Um, most people run probably before they go to work early in the morning, but usually for me it's the opposite way around. I like to see the run at the end of the day as my reward for working during the day, if that makes sense. Do you find it doesn't feel really later? I do, I do, I do, because there's no cars around. I don't like cars, and um, there's a lot less people around, so when I've got my headset on, I feel like I'm in my own world for, for 30 to 40, 45 minutes where I can just run with no cars around, no one going to work, no one coming home from work. So it feels like I can separate myself in a, in a weird kind of way. Where's your favourite place to run so far? That's a very good and difficult question to answer. I love running in Wigan. Uh, Wigan's my favourite place. Um, but Hay Hall is a very special place, especially in winter when it's cold and icy. We're very lucky to have Hay Hall so close to home. I love to run in Gdansk in Poland as well and it was also very special running in Queenstown in New Zealand which is on the other side of the world, not as easy to get to but that's a very special winter wonderland kind of place as well. Have you got a favourite place to run in Wigan? So in Wigan, uh, I love to run at Hay Hall, uh, especially when it's the park run on a Saturday. And I do love running to the DW Stadium as well. That's the run I've done the most so far, running to the Dave Whelan statue. I always feel very proud to run there and see the statue of Dave Whelan. So that's, that's always fun to run there too. Are you going over to Egypt with your dodgeball team? Uh, so with my dodgeball team, we're now training hard for the Dodgeball World Cup in Cairo, Egypt this summer and we're going to be representing Wigan and England. So ambitions with that are to be as ready as we can be leading up to it and then when we're in Cairo to play the best we can, put everything we've done in training out there on the, the court 
and also represent Wigan in the best way we can too. Um, so I'm hoping that we're going to take a team of 10, if I can raise enough money to take the whole team. And um, we're planning on being there for about five days. It's quite difficult because it's actually during the last week of school term. Uh, so we have to try and keep it really tight for the time that we get there but I'm expecting the temperatures to be about 30 to 40 degrees on average at that time of year so coming from England it's going to be a complete uh, change in culture and climate so I want to make sure that we've got enough time when we get there to adjust to the changes for the team as well especially with them being so young because they're between the ages of 10 and 14 so I want to give them time to readjust. Do you know how far you can run before you have to start? Um, depends how I'm feeling every day and how good my diet's been as well. Um, five kilometres for me now, I've done it a lot, and many times in a row. So it's, uh, I feel like I can always do five kilometres as long as I've had enough sleep, as long as I've eaten well beforehand, and as long as I've not got any injuries. So. I usually feel like when I run about 10 kilometers now, that's where I feel tired. But when I run 5K, I've got used to it so I can do it. Do you ever get tired? Yeah, I always get tired. <laughs> um, what I've come to learn about my body is through running so many times that I understand um, how I feel, where my limits are. And um, when I get tired, I might slow down a little bit. So, like I was saying before, I'm not really a fast runner. I'm almost like a toy toise, so I'm quite slow. But what I'm good at is still finding a way to run every single day. Um, so when I get tired now, I try to cut, slow myself down a little bit rather than stopping. That's something I've become good at as well. So when I run a half marathon, um, they can be quite tiring. But as long as you can just keep moving forward all the time, you're going in the right direction. I've not done a full marathon yet because I feel that if I did that, my street might end. Where I do a half marathon, I need to make sure I plan the day prior and the day after how my body's going to feel and how I will run the next day as well. So with a full marathon, I feel like if I do one of those, it could mean that my streak ends. So until the streak ends, I'm not going to do a full marathon yet. But obviously it will, it will end one day. And I'm very aware of that. So that's why I try and take one day slowly each. Um, to plan that there and then. How will someone who hasn't run before get into running? For people that haven't run before, the hardest part is the mental barrier where they don't think they can do it. So the hardest step is always the first one that you take. So I, I like to say to people, get yourself a pair of trainers that you really like or put your favourite pair of trainers on and just put your first foot outside of the front door when you've got your running clothes on because I know when someone does that, the next, the next step will follow and then when they're outside the front door, you know you're going to do something outside. So that's the hardest part to get over that hurdle first. First time, just go for a walk, five minutes, ten minutes, however long you want to and then when you've got back, you know that you can walk and then the next day, see if you can walk a little bit further and then the next day, let's see maybe if you can turn that into a jog and then from that point, you'll understand your body well enough to know if you can jog or not, or if you can start running or not, but just take it slowly. The hardest step is always that first one because there's this barrier that lots of people have with running where they think, oh, I won't be as fast as other people, or, oh, they'll make me look silly, they won't wait for me, I'll be holding everyone up. 
that that's rubbish we're all different speeds but it's it's not a race if we're running for fun so just put your first step outside the front door and then everything after that flows easier than that first step who's your favorite runner who's my favorite runner it's got to be jenny meadows because she's from wigan and i idolize jenny now because she's just an ordinary person that loved running found running in her life and dedicated herself to it and she's taught me that running not just running anything you want to do in life if you just apply yourself to that then you'll be happy and being happy is more important than the money that you learn or what anybody else wants the most important thing for us all in life is to be happy and jenny is living a happy life because she pursued her goals in running. I'd say even though she's not a professional anymore, she's my favourite runner. She's a famous Olympian from Wigan. She represented England at the Olympics, I think on two occasions at the Commonwealth Games. She's got lots of silver medals and bronze medals. And she's told me before a story about how one of the bronze medals, which is when you come third, that's the, the one that means the most to her, more than the silvers that she's got, because she looks back at that and that represents all the hard work that she put in in the dark when no one knew and no one was watching her and then that for her is like a gold medal because what it represents to her so that's these little things really inspire me from her story which charities have you supported through running so far uh, the first charity we raised money for was helping the homeless in wigan uh, we raised two thousand five hundred pounds for a van to help the homeless and then after that we raised £15,000 for Wigan Youth Zone. That was to take my dodgeball team, the Wigan Dodgeball Warriors, to the Dodgeball World Cup in New York in 2018. And now I'm currently raising funds for the team to go to Cairo, Egypt this summer as well. How you do you ride down after running? Stretches are always important after running to make sure that your body kind of goes into a rest state rather than rather than you're still running so it's it's easy to forget to do stretches because they can be quite boring but it is something that's very important to do just so you warm your body down i also like to go for a swim straight after running as well i find that helps me if i spend an hour at the gym afterwards as well and also something something nice and light to eat as well afterwards what are you going to do next so next in terms of today, I'm going to be running with a, a group in Wigan that we've got called Coach to 5K and that's to help people that haven't run for a long time or ever before and to help show them that they can go from the couch to being able to run 5 kilometres within 10 weeks. And then this weekend I'm at the running show in Birmingham and that's where lots of runners come together and talk about their running journeys and adventures and you meet new people. And then I'm in Gdansk, Poland on Sunday for three days again. So I'm going to be travelling to the other side of Europe uh, to run over there and meet with some people there. And yeah, that's only how far I can think ahead right now. <laughs> thank you, Matthew, for asking all your questions and thanks for coming in. Thank you very much for inviting me in. It's been really nice chatting to you all and meeting you all as well. One oh five point four. Oh 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 oh, radio. Better, 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 better. better.